opening music. There is no opening music this time. Hey guys, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> this is Elliot Rovick here from SG Explained. Welcome to our second episode of season two. Welcome. Well, that was a really cold intro. I know. I tried. I tried something new today since we didn't want to use the, that. We didn't want to use that from yeah, last week. Right. So yeah. Uh, yes. To everyone listening, we are going to try to figure out our actual intro audio. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Uh, we are actually, like we mentioned last time, we're actually borrowing uh, the setup from our good friends at Hidden Good. They have their podcast called Spill the Tea. T H G. So actually, if you're looking to Add to your podcast library. Definitely check them out. Uh, but that is the yeah, intro audio, Elliot. That's why I'm not playing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and to those watching us on Facebook Live, uh, Elliot is not in frame uh, because we're still trying to figure out how to capture everyone. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys are watching, then you'll notice that we have a special guest today. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome, Justin. Yes. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm a professional footballer in Singapore. Awesome. Yeah. Heck we- yeah. Well, that kind of probably indicates what our topic of the day is going to be. Yep. Uh, um, basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, la, you basket, man. <laughs> so actually, yeah, we actually brought Justin down today. He's a, uh, he's one of our Singapore professional footballers. And we wanted to talk a bit about like the local football scene, you know? Yeah. I mean, Justin, what football team do you play for? Uh, I play for Algang United. Okay. Oh, nice. That's cool. I have never been to Haugang, I think. <laughs> I've uh, never been to Haugang, and I, I never knew they were that united as well. Uh, I'm a Geelang Eagles kind of fella. Okay. Can I just say that? Yeah. Cool. And uh, Tampanese Rovers, because there's two places I used to stay. Like, that's about it. Right, yeah. right. Does Clementi have a team? I feel like I should know. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. now I'm not that. Now, you're, now it... you know. You For sure, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So, so Justin, we want to talk about soccer, football. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, when I come to Singapore and I say soccer, uh, people always glare me a bit because we just know it as football here. Yeah. Uh, but I've been so used when I was in the U.S. to, to always not get confused by it because I always say <laughs> like football and all Americans were just like, they're like, oh, you're talking about like American football? It's like, no, man, get with the program. Yeah. Okay, so um, so today's episode is mainly going to just like centralize around talking about the scene, I mean, how we got to where we are today, um, I don't know. Honestly, me and Rovek don't know much about like local football. How much? How much do you know? Well, I know Justin. Yeah, well, I, okay, that's great for you. I know my grandfather. He used to play f- football, and that's about it. Yeah, really. your, well, your grandfather was a referee, wasn't? Yeah, he? yeah. I, uh, not to be bragging, but oh. he was a, if I'm not mistaken, Singapore's first FIFA official referee. Oh wow, wow. Singapore's uh, yeah. first. Oh, first man, dude, they got badass stories in the day, but I can't say on the net because I could lose my life. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we'll 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 try to get to some of them at oh, some no. point. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's jump in. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. And and Justin, we're gonna have questions for you along the way. But if you right. feel at any point we're saying something stupid or wrong, hey, feel in. free to just jump in, man. Like we are always stupid and wrong. <laughs> it's part of our brand. Uh, yeah. Um, that's part of your brand now. Yeah, yeah that's part of my brand. I'm sorry <laughs> to rope you into this, Rovic. Uh, but no, actually, Singapore football has a long history, uh, and it started ac- according to to Singapore lore uh, as a game between two teams of British engineers in 1889. So it wasn't even Singaporeans who played the first football game in Singapore. Oh, we took it from the British. Uh, yeah. No surprise there. Uh, and this was under the Singapore Amateur Football Association, which is now what is known as the Football Association of Singapore. Yeah. Uh, and so these, the Football Association of Singapore was formally 
uh, formed in 1892 by a group of British. Um, and then after that, the first generation ethnicities, the Arabs, Chinese, Indians, and the British all regarded football as a recreation. And now it is actually the national sport of Singapore. It's really our national sport. Is it? It is, right? Yeah, I think. Huh. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's surprising. Yeah, so it's important that we get this right. It's important that we understand. Oh, serious. Okay, our that's interesting. Sport. That's interesting. Uh, I never knew it was like considered our national, national sport. Justin, it looks like you have a friend who's, uh, who's tuning in. Uh, do you know who this is? <laughs> yeah. Who is that? Uh, one of my JC friends. Oh, yeah. oh nice, nice, yeah. nice. It seems like, uh, <laughs> is it a he or a she? That's a she. Yeah, she looks like she's getting excited. That's uh, your first fan. Uh, the way you in see line. it, right, Rovik, is just the absolute worst, man. Ooh. <laughs> I was, you see, like, now I forgot my joke already. <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, what are we talking about before we the went? Football Association. Ah, football right? Association, that's right, FA, FA. Uh, surprisingly, it's our national sport. I always thought it was PSLE. No, yeah. I thought that was <laughs> exam taking. Exam taking. I thought, I thought it was, was GSS, Great Singapore Sale. GSS is also <laughs> that one is marathon. Um, so yeah, let's let's look into some of the things that we want to talk about today. I had a few areas of interest. Yeah. One of them was actually talking about how we position ourselves regionally. Right. But I guess we can get back to that later. Yeah, Rovik, uh, what what interests you when it comes to like talking about well, football? I mean, it's important to understand how Singapore's organized things. Yeah. Sure. Right, uh, how football is organized in Singapore because when it comes to thinking about a lot of the other, uh, you know, famous places that have soccer, you normally think of, you know, the Barclays Premier League, you think of, yeah. uh, you know, the World Cup. Yeah, All of sure. these terms just become uh, ubiquitous with soccer, but actually, what does it mean? And in Singapore, we have uh, leagues and cups as well. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one we need Justin's expertise. Yeah, Justin, yeah. actually, this is where I'm turning to you. <laughs> Can you help us understand actually how how are the leagues organized in Singapore? Right. So the league we have a local league. So there are in the local league there are two foreign teams. Okay. One, Brunei from Brunei. Oh. Wow. Okay. And yeah. you see things that you learn something new every day. Yeah, okay. So uh, the team's called Brunei DPMM. DPMM. Okay. Yeah, and the other one is from Japan. Uh, Albrecht Nagata. Yes, that I know. I know that they are three-year title defenders, is it? Yeah, Since 2016. They've been winning the title for the past few years. Oh, wow. Dang, man. Good stuff. Yep. And uh, we have a few cups. We used to have the RHB Cup. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually that would compromise, compromise of the local teams. Mm-hmm. And we have some foreign teams. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, we have a few teams from Philippines came over to oh, join the dang. cup. Yeah. Okay. So it was a bit so-called international cup. Okay. okay. Cool, yeah. cool. Some regional rivalry, yeah, yeah, some yeah. competition. That's always nice. But cool. that, that's like the same as like the Malaysia Cup, right? Because Singapore theoretically participates in the Malaysia Cup as well. Uh, Yeah, but that was a few years ago Uh, when we still had the uh, team line shelf. Ah, right. Right. Yeah, so after the team pulled out, uh, it was all... That was it. Uh. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Okay. Like Signed to learn a lot about Singapore Football Club. Yeah. Like that, that was it, you know. Okay. So, uh, and then we're left with the New Paper Cup. Okay. Uh, and that is uh, only for the local teams. Okay, okay. only yeah. for the local Those teams. Those who are participating in the league. Yep. In the Singapore Premier League. In FPL? Yes. Okay, yes. okay. Got to get that straight. Hey, before we continue, I just want to like, I want to ask you guys, you guys watch soccer, like, I ask you. Yeah. You, okay, what team do you support, Rovic? Uh, Chelsea, normally. Why? 
Because <laughs> does it remind you of an ex girlfriend or something? Oh, is that Chelsea? Is, is that what you think? When you I don't know lah. When it comes to you and soccer, I really have no idea. Well, no, it's mainly because they tend to be consistent and they tend to always at least put on a show. Okay, which that's is what you want. When you want to watch this for for the yeah, sh- for yeah. the entertainment value for yeah, sure. Exactly. And uh, how about you, Justin? Do you watch a lot of? I'm sure lah. Your soccer. Yeah, I watch that. So uh, I support Liverpool. Oh, oh dang! Like my daddy, just like my daddy. No, I I was asking Justin just now. You know, did you watch any of the games? Because there was the international cup in Singapore, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and he was like, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, but the game that. I was really good, man. Like, yeah, uh, this, this game was good. This thing is good, yeah. man. Harry Kane's goal was like insane. Yeah, right. Happy, like. Yeah. Hey, well, we're talking to a real soccer podcast, man. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, and I'm a menu boy. Just want to let you guys know on the so table. Why weren't you at the game two days ago? Oh, because you know I was working, man. Dude, yeah. like. Yeah. Not everyone can be chill. Yeah, you're, not a, you're not a true fan. That's what I'm. I'm a true Singaporean. That's why I, I work 24 seven, bro. That's uh, how I work. That's yeah. how I run. No, okay. So, so Justin, you were talking about the Singapore Premier League, which is mm-hmm. our highest league in Singapore. Yeah. Uh, I actually went to read a bit because um, I was very curious about actually other other leagues, right? Like what happens mm-hmm. if you don't qualify for the Premier League, uh, and and apparently you do get relegated downwards and they have other leagues out there um we have a BTO, a, yeah. yeah we have what is called the singapore national football league division one and division two uh yes. and and then you also have the island-wide league yeah right? so, yeah there is <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face is like it's like it's priceless right now dude Okay. This is why people should tune into the Facebook. Live. Yeah, yeah, no, that is hilarious. Like they can't see my reaction. It's like, mm, well, um, no. So, so what were we gonna? Yeah, say? sorry. Yeah. So for our local league, there isn't a relegation system. Okay. Oh. Only right. because the only the SPL is the professional league. Okay. Okay. So those that you see NFL, uh, they are not considered professional leagues. Oh. Okay. So a professional team. In the local league SPL, they cannot get relegated into NFL. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about NFL as in like the national football, but not. He's not more American, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we all caught that. No, no, just gotta let it be very clear, man. Yes. Like, I, I was confused for like five seconds. Dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So you can't get relegated. Yeah, and how many teams relegated. are participating at this point in time in the SPL? Nine. Okay. Nine teams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I guess on that note, it's probably important to caveat that actually we're talking a lot about men's soccer and, oh, and, yeah, then, sure. and there's also women's soccer there's a women's football league where they have the, they also have a women's premier league uh, as well as their own women's national football league that's so interesting uh, and then there's a youth football league with um, what they call developmental leagues yeah yeah okay so in these developmental leagues Justin do they Source, do you guys have a source for players? Like, are you looking at younger talent who you can bring into the, the big leagues? Were you, were you in the developmental league? Yeah, yeah I was in the developmental oh, league once. sick. Okay, okay. And there used to be uh, this league called the uh, Prime League. Okay. It was the reserve league for the uh, top tier league. Okay. Yeah, so it was a uh, under 23 or under 21 league. Okay. Right, right, yeah, right. but uh, it got removed last year. Oh, so, so, so recently. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was this because I mean we were talking a bit off air just now about um about now there's this new rule apparently is that is that part of the reason why like it's easier to remove that league How about the age requirement the age requirement stuff oh uh, yeah there there was the age requirement rule which came together with the removal of the prime league. prime league right okay. yeah, yeah but the sense. exact reason why um 
Yes, we are not sure. Ah, I so, see. Okay, maybe cool, we can cool. talk about the age requirement rule mm. because I think one of the most interesting things about Singapore football is that basically, oh, Luke Lowe says your fan. Uh, more fans tuning in. This is man, cool. That's Justin, nice, man. Uh, you undersold how famous you are, <laughs> which is uh, good. <laughs> we're happy to see so much activity. Uh, no, so we were talking about the age requirement, and basically one of the key things about Singapore football is that uh, previously what you were sharing was that you know a lot of uh, teams would normally stack their older players because they were more experienced. They had more, uh, you know, they probably just by virtue of being veterans in the field, they came onto the field with much more to give. Uh, and, and there was this new rule which basically restricted or set a minimum criteria for the number of young players uh, under 23. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you maybe share why you think that rule was put in place? I think they wanted to actually develop more youth players. Um, it is one of the strategies that was... Right given okay. and set by the FAS. Uh, so basically how the rule goes is just um, for starting 11, uh, the teams must fail three under 23 players mm-hmm. okay. at least for the first half. At yeah. least for the first half of at the match? At least for the first half okay. of the match. So if let's say it's an under 23 player gets injured during the before first half comes. You still got to suffer another yeah, under you, still, you have to replace him with oh, another wow. under, under 23 oh, player. Oh dang, okay. Yeah. You need to have a whole battalion of yeah. oh, under 23. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That so, good. Just go Zuka. <laughs> Yeah, so it places more uh, focus and emphasis on the younger players. And That's good. That's just good. give us, give us more chance, lah. To yeah, la, really to play on the play field, right? Yeah, for sure. Experience. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, and and further on, I mean, that's a starting level. After that, are there more requirements? Um, there are certain requirements also for registering your squad. Okay. Yeah. So, um, from what I heard, it was um to register twenty this year, you had to have about six. Okay, under twenty three players, mm-hmm. and uh, for to register about twenty five, you have to have at least nine. Just curious though, how how many of these uh, teams in Singapore are like fully, I mean, packed? That means like twenty five people are registered. Like, what's the average size of a squad here in Singapore? Yeah, it's it's pretty much all twenty five. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, that's th- actually that's really good. That means that are a lot of people. Yeah, who are playing? There, there are quite a number of us playing. That's, okay. that's actually yeah. really, really good to hear. Yeah. Well, participation is important, right? No, no, it is. Because like, if if we're spotting a lot of these younger talents in the field, that means there must be some sort of aspirations, some sort of dreams, some sort of passion that's fueling yep. uh, the scene. And I think, um, I guess the job of, of uh, us talking about this is to figure out, hey, what's the, what's the long game for yep. like, local football? Yeah. So, I mean, on that note, so we've been talking about club football, right? Where mm-hmm. The Premier League and all of this other features, but there's also when you think about national football, right? Yeah. This is the national teams that we send out, uh, and and you know, Justin, have you have you ever been involved with the national team? Yeah, but uh, only the age groups, okay. so the under twenty three, the under eighteen, yeah. and so on. Okay, yeah, and that that process is very different because everyone has to be local, I imagine. Yeah. You have, you have to, to be, play. You have to be Singaporean, You have to be Singaporean, lah. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's crazy, cause like so. Uh, this is a bit of a tangent, but it's a very good tangent. So recently, I, cause my girlfriend, she's Vietnamese, right? Mm-hmm. And the under twenty three Vietnamese squad, I think they participated in 
Maybe it's a U23 uh, Suzuki thing or Which Asian is, Cup. Uh, ASEAN maybe ASEAN Football Federation. Yeah, maybe that one. Yeah, and people just go like she goes absolutely crazy right. for that because it's a very big national national thing. Um, over here in Singapore, like what the when we talk about under twenty three, like are there a lot of people who are trying to vie for spots within the, the teams? Yeah, because you you more or less have a number of age groups that. Uh, the national team has okay. So, for the younger boys, it will be like under fourteens, under fifteens, under sixteens. Right. right. So, so there's this mid range there. So that. there's suddenly after you are past eighteen, there's a mid range where there's eighteen to twenty three. Right, right, right. So you have about five batches of footballers all okay. vying for the same spot. Wow. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, so it gets pretty competitive, lah. Yeah. To get a spot, yeah, because like in in so in Vietnam, when my my, my girlfriend's like a, this huge fan of one of their players, who I guess is not as good looking as me, lah, but you know that's a different sure. story for a different yeah. day. Um, it's really quite nuts because these guys, I heard that they really have to fight like tooth and nail just to get that that space on that on that team. Yep. And when they play, like people go absolutely like bad shit crazy over them. Yep. I'm I'm really hoping that one day I can go like bad shit crazy over our own like. Don't worry, I'll support you all the way, lah. Don't worry. Now, like, now that you're on the show, I have no choice, really. <laughs> I have to watch every single game. <laughs> you have to be a super fan. That's I have to be like, a super fan, lah. Like just like, yeah, just like in. those those few people that are tuning in. <laughs> hey, man, I'm coming for your spots. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so our national team represents Singapore, and you know some of our at least regional competitions. Mm-hmm. Right? So we have the AFC, which is the Asian Football Confederation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they have competitions. We have. The one that you were talking about, the Suzuki Cup with the ASEAN Football Federation. Yep. Um, you know, we also used to have, uh, I mean, when Singapore was competing in the Malaya Cup back in the day, we sent our national team, mm-hmm. right? And so, and so all of this is basically a very consistent thread of Singapore's football story. In fact, I think at some point, Singapore's uh, national team was pretty decently ranked. Uh, we were like, uh, top 100 teams out there. I think close to 70, top 70 teams. We're talking about in the world. In the world, yeah. globally. Whoa. Okay. Uh, and this was at, at the Lions' peak, right? When the Lions, Singapore Lions. Oh, man. Like the old OG guys. That's the glory okay. days, right? You know? Dang. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, I, I remember reading that right now, unfortunately, we are 173. <laughs> yeah, we're way below. Yeah. 173. Uh, yeah. So we've dropped nearly 100 spots. And you know, it's very sad, um, and there's a lot that we can probably talk about there. But I think the key thing to ask ourselves is, you know, what happened? <laughs> what happened in between <laughs> the Lions and where we are now? Okay. Uh, and, you know, I'm not expecting Justin for you to have all the answers, <laughs> but... but we're here to sit down in armchair, armchair critic, yeah. Singapore's football exactly. world. Yeah, while we don't play soccer at all, dude. I don't even play FIFA on the on the PS4, bro. Like I'm so bad that when I touch that damn game, maybe that's what we should do. We should do this podcast while playing FIFA. Dude, I don't get trash, man. I don't get trash. Are you any good at FIFA, Justin? Yeah, but no, not not a lot. Oh, he's better yeah. on the field, huh? yeah, like, Who needs to play the console wing and kick ass in real life, dude? Yeah. Like, so so the Lions are you know a key part of Singapore's history because they were. Singapore's representation in the Malaysian League and the Malaysian Cup, right? And then, you know, at some point, basically, uh, Singapore was, you know, Singapore couldn't play in the Malaysia Cup anymore. Uh, and, and, you know, that was, that was a big period where, 
where we had to form our Premier League, where we had to start our own football history. Uh, and then we did we did actually get to participate. You were saying which team was it that, that actually went back to play in the Malaysia Cup? Lions? Uh, yeah, Lions 12 Lions was 12. playing in the Malaysia League even. Yeah. yeah. And that was a revived team uh, to kind of you know, bring back that glory days kind of feel, right? Uh, and then now we have the Young Lions, which are uh, under-23. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so are we expecting a lot of big things in the next couple of years? Hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. Okay. That's what yeah, I wanted hopefully. to hear. Man. That's what I wanted to hear. All right. So let's let's talk a bit. And now that this is the think tank component, right? Let's talk a bit about like how what what do we think is the was the stumbling block, you know, that goes to where we are today. I think it's a very tough topic, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have you know coming from the media side of things, like I kind of have my own theories as to why it didn't work out but I would love to just hear from all of us to kind of talk about like what do we think is the biggest roadblock when it comes to the success of Singapore football I have no doubt in my mind that people are really talented like if we look at people like Ben Davis I mean he made like waves in our news and now that he's not here anymore uh, man that's, that sucks we, we, we lost someone but that is in his personal career like he really believes in himself so much he and his family believe in himself so much that they want to take that huge risk yep. to go overseas to like train that talent. Yep. So, so yeah. I mean, I think the first thing to, to realize with all mm-hmm. of this is that uh, when it comes to any kind of sports, it's always an important question of actually, is this a career? Yeah. Right. And if you are choosing to make this a professional career, you want to go full time into sports into professional sports, then there has to be the economics have to make sense. Yeah. Right. You have to sure. say, Am I earning enough? Am I able to cover costs? Am I, you know, is the work, quality of work, quality of life something I want? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. is there progression? Is there opportunities for when I'm not able to play sports anymore? Right, right, right. right. And I think a lot of those things were things that we were talking about, Justin, yeah. uh, when it comes to professional soccer and, and making a career out of it. Uh, in, in your opinion, right now, if someone wanted to make a career out of soccer, what would that path look like, both in Singapore or you know even outside of Singapore? Yeah, like what's what's maybe your ideal career progression looking like? I think if we talk about, let's just talk about locally first. Yeah, let's talk yeah. locally. Yeah, for sure. I think it's easier to start um, locally. So the road ahead would be full of obstacles, uh, especially in Singapore. Okay. Because down here, you need to have good studying certs, you have to study, mm-hmm. you have to also, if you want to make it big, you have to work hard. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 like, that's, that's like a must. Yeah. So you really have to sacrifice so many things just mm-hmm. to like study and play football at the same time. And before the under 23 rule was uh, applied, yeah. it was not easy to get into the first team at all. So right, you, right, you right. probably would have to wait until maybe 23, 24, before you really get a really good break of a season where you keep playing every game. Mm-hmm. And this is where people might give up halfway because you do not know whether you'll be able to make it. Yeah. And I mean, you're spending a lot of years yeah, first. Yeah, spending so many game. years. And what you are also sacrificing at 24, 25, is also the chance to start working earlier oh, than the rest. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so... If I stop at 26 and I realize that, oh, I'm not going to make it anymore. When I go into work in the office at 26, 
Yeah, like I, you're so you're far behind from most. You're of these so guys. far behind where, yeah. where or, or what you could have been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you went into office yeah. so much earlier. You know, that's interesting. That's yeah. Right. So and, yeah, yeah, it's really a lot of thinking to do, mm-hmm. a lot of obstacles, and it really sees have to see what happens every year. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure like any other sport, like you know, as we grow older, the ability to play at peak performance also kind of changes. So you want to be able to maximize your career. At the, at the peak of your physical health lot, like under 23 all the way till your late 20s early 30s that's prime body time right mm-hmm. so every year that you don't make it to play on the big stage that's always a detriment to your career so so in the in the premier league how many people uh you know are everyone there chose to be full-time football players for those who are not studying or not or who have finished serving NS, they are all full-time. Wow. Cool. Yeah. More often than not, they are all full-time. But uh, now, because of the new rule, there are a lot of students, right. a lot of NS men. Right. Because so, oh, uh, they are like yeah. forced, like the teams are forced to like field yeah, in these players as well. Yeah, these players. So, okay. we are on part-time. All oh. the older players are mostly on full-time. How's it been though? Like, now that you guys are part of like a, I mean, it's a good mix of like veterans and also like fresh players. What's the, is the dynamic good? Do you think it's improved over the years? I think, if you talk about off the field, the players are all friendly, they're funny. Yeah. Uh, especially in my club. Everybody <laughs> is just joking around off field. We can talk, we can talk about what we do in our lives and right. our daily stuff. Um, on the field, of course, is a benefit to the younger players mm-hmm. because you are training with the experienced players. Mm-hmm. You are training with people who have been in the national team, who have played against countries like Japan, played against um, maybe Australia even. Right, and right. They bring so much experience and it helps to increase your game, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for the younger players, it's definitely a major plus. Yep. That's awesome. I know it's good to hear that actually because I'm sure that this intermingling is something which I encourage all the time, regardless of what field you're in, because it really does breed talent that helps pass on the knowledge from one generation to other rather than ostracize for the sake of ostracizing it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the, the other question I'm asking myself is, you know, how does that work in economics, right? Like, you know, I'm not sure if if you're allowed to share and if you're not, that's completely fine. But, you know, do people get paid well uh, being full-time in, in football? I would say in Singapore, if you compare it to maybe countries in Asia, don't, let's not talk about Europe because it's yeah. completely... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, have, it's completely that, yeah. so different, you know. Yeah. Uh, Maybe in Japan or even Korea, mm. where the leagues are of quite high standard. Yep. In Singapore, the players don't get that much compared to them, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, so. that's, I think it's kind of expected, right? I mean, let's think about it logically. Um, in the same sense that the amount of people who are watching the games, you know, you've, you've watched those highlight clips. When we're doing research, we saw some of the highlight clips for the, for the games and the people who are filling the stands that... I mean, right. it's a few people. Uh. Yeah, and you were saying that the tickets are, what, 2 to $5? Yeah, uh, depending for, on whether you're a student or a doubt. <laughs> right, right, right. You see? So, like, I mean, imagine that, and now people are watching these shows, the amount of revenue stream coming into the mm-hmm. into the leagues in Singapore, I can't imagine is like, phenomenal amounts. Yeah. So, I mean, and then if you were to think of, you know, if it's not through your salaries, then hopefully the prize money attracts you. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And these prize dollars are normally around 100k per cup or, or for like topping the league, right? That's, that's what I think you get more, 
much more for winning the league. But the okay. cups are yeah. Like you have to win the whole thing. Eh? It, yeah. it like means one person, like one team can win the whole thing. Yeah, and the thing yeah. is, that where if a local club wins it, yeah, all's good. But Outbreak has been winning it. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say, so. right? So the the Premier League uh, used to be the S League. Yeah, yeah, the old S League, man. Founded in 1996, uh, and it was basically formed to be our 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 top league after. Uh, the Lions were, you know, not participating in the Malaysia Cup anymore. Uh, but then now we have, like you mentioned, these teams from Brunei and from and from Japan. Uh, and if they are the ones winning uh, the prize money, which is, you know, it says something about the league that we have, that diverse vibrancy of teams. But it also is unfortunate that it's not our local teams <laughs> winning yeah. that prize money, right? Uh, and I'm very curious about it because, to me, the Football Association mm-hmm. of Singapore, um, the way it works is quite interesting, right? Uh, and I went to do some digging about them. But this is very interesting. Um, so they were, they used to be the the chairperson of the of the Football Association. What's the top top person called? Um, I think it's the chairperson. Um, president. Ah, the president. Yes. Um, or the other. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> there are not many the president used that. to be appointed by someone from the People's Action Party. Okay. Uh, uh, and, yeah. and, you know, and basically it wasn't even... Um, ah, so it was governmental at the start. It was political, in yeah. fact. Yeah. Uh, and, and it took, uh, yeah. you know, the National uh, Federation, uh, sorry, the, the, the International Federation to basically say, actually... If you want to be recognized as a national association, you cannot have you political interference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> again, I, I still remember. Yeah. So this was, this was uh, where one, one of the members of the parliament was basically saying, like, actually, there's nothing wrong. This is how we do it in Singapore. <laughs> and the International <laughs> Federation was like, no, <laughs> we are not playing this game. Uh, like, we are going to, you have to make sure that you are completely. Uh, Let's just be neutral, uh, politically neutral. Uh, But yeah, no, I was going to say the Football Association is a key part of this because they they play a huge role in shaping how soccer is like in Singapore. That's very cool. Yeah, and I think if you you look at almost any sports industry globally, any successful sports industry, actually what it comes down to is how much can that sport actually become a professional career and a professional industry yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. For, for much more than just a sport. You're talking about revenue streams. You're talking about, you know, communities. You're talking about uh, merchandise. Yeah. Right? I just, I just want to say, like, you know, how they do it. In, it we, I know we're not comparing ourselves to, like, Europe and, 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 and the UK, but that's how a lot of their money is made. I mean, a lot of merch is done, ticket sales. They have season passes. It reflects in the stadiums that they built, man. Like, look at the amount of money that comes in and the way they can create that fanfare. It is truly a spectacle. And I think that's what's kind of missing in our in our local scene. You yeah. know, I, I haven't been excited for local football. No, that's the end of the sentence, man. Like, <laughs> in a very, very long while. Like, yeah. it, even during, let's say we're having, like, friendlies or even during the Suzuki Cup, things here aren't very heated up. I, I, I remember just, I was just Googling today about Singapore's position in uh, the previous Suzuki Cup. And I was so sad. Like, the first 10 articles on Google were like, Singapore bow out 3-0 to Thailand. And I was like, oh. But, uh, because, and recently, because I was saying, my girlfriend's in Vietnam, um, 
they they won. They won the cup this year. Vietnam. Yeah. Oh yeah, Vietnam. And they do this thing. Uh, I, I thought it was so crazy because I've never experienced that sort of fervor for a national team. Right. They have this thing called oh my girlfriend's gonna kill me if I get this wrong. It's called Di Bao. Okay. And what it translates to it means storming. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they you know, all these people in Hanoi they are they love riding their bicycle uh, their, their motorbikes. So they'll wear a red shirt, they'll just run down the street and they'll just keep horning and they all just like travel in packs. While the police just stand aside to make sure no one's injured. Right. It's the most civilized rioting I've ever seen. I mean, that's exactly the same thing when, you know, the World Cup happens and, 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 oh, the, yeah. home, and the country that wins, you know, when they go, they go crazy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was there in Chicago when the Cubs won the World Series for baseball. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. the Cubs haven't won the World Series in more yeah. than 100 years. Yeah. So Absolute when nice. they won, well, it's not comparable because they haven't won in 100 years. Uh, <laughs> but, but when they won, the whole Chicago was just crazy. And I was there. I was there watching the craziness of it. And I was thinking, you know, what would it take for Singapore to get there? Yeah, what would it take? Right? We were joking, like, when Joseph Schooling won, no one got that excited. I should have just want, run around my trunks, right, around yeah. the street. Like, yeah, Schooling! Like, people were happy and people were excited, but no one was like... Yeah, we didn't go crazy. Yeah, we didn't go crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know what? We need to find a way to make this happen. Yeah. The next time we have some big sporting event, I mean, Olympics 2020 is next year, right? Japan. Yeah. I'm going to go there. Well... Speaking of that, that actually brings me to a point I wanted to raise. Yeah, do it, do which it. Which was goal 2010. How do you talk about soccer in Singapore and not talk about goal 2010? That's uh, Go Chok Tong's, uh, <laughs> right? Was that, was that, yeah, was yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this, this story is yeah. quite interesting. I love this story. And it's actually quite emblematic of a lot of national narratives, right? Yeah. Like if you think about Invictus, where South Africa decided it wanted to win the Rugby World Cup, mm-hmm. right? Basically... At that point, uh, the, the, the direction was given. It, it, basically, they told the South African team, you have to win. And, 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 and they won. And they won. Right? Um, Go Chok Tong thought he could do the same thing. Um, yeah, so SM Go came out and said, you know, at first you asked me whether we'll make it to the World Cup, and I said, never. But after watching France, I decided could happen, man. Yeah, so it was watching France because what happened in France was they had, you know, uh, a bunch of immigrant players that he granted mm-hmm. citizenship. Yep. And so he was so inspired by that. And I have his, his, his script here because this was in the 1998 National Day Rally speech. He said, last year I told you Singapore would never have a chance in the World Cup, which is funny that he actually said that. That's yeah. our prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because the rules require all players to be citizens. But after watching the French victory, I've changed my mind. Maybe if we change our immigration criteria to bring in top football talent and make them citizens, then one day we too can get into the finals. In fact, we intend to do just this to bring in sports talent. Um, And so the goal was to qualify for the 2010 World Cup, interestingly, in South Africa. (laughs) Um, Speaking to the Invictus story. Yes. Uh, And so, you know, the person in charge of it was the then president of uh, Football Association, which was Mabatang. And, you know, he basically said, I am going to make, you know, it will be a first step in a journey of a thousand miles towards goal 2010. And so they brought in foreign players under the foreign talent scheme, yeah. which is an official scheme. And, you know, some of the names are, you know, Shichia Yi and Chiu Li from China, Ekma Goncalves from Brazil, you know, Agu Kashmir, and 
Precious, Imujere from Nigeria, and a lot more. Uh, and and you know this was the story. And you know, spoiler, uh, we did not qualify <laughs> for the World Cup. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for that. In, thanks for that, real quick. In 2010, great nor, story. Nor ever. Uh, but but wait, have, have they considered signing and changing citizenship for all of Albrecht's Nagita? <laughs> like have we, <laughs> they've proven to be champions, yeah. right? Three times back to back. Well, if they, you know, if they have been playing here for what three seasons now, they've played for many seasons. Dude. They've been playing in since two thousand and four. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, that means they've been based here for a while. At least some of the more regular players. Yeah, they can be a citizen already. Yeah, you so can they qualify have, VPR, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. So, so why not? Uh, uh, but no, the, I mean, the whole point of this is about how it has become so important to our national identity. Yeah. That soccer no, no, no. be something we, we're good at. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Justin, people like you are exactly part of the narrative, right? Because you are there, you know, living that dream, uh, not just for yourself, I think, but, you know, I'm sorry to put this burden on you, but for the whole of Singapore, <laughs> right? The whole of Singapore depends on soccer to thrive. No, no, that's true. I would, I would agree. I would agree that uh, when it comes to sports, at least we always, you know, we've been trying to make ourselves a sports hub for quite a while. We built the OCBC arena. Uh, we've been pumping money in for sure to create like nice stadiums and stuff. The question is like, how can we cultivate that talent? What do you think? What do you think is the next step for Singapore to cultivate, you know, um, young and strong potentials um, in our younger soccer players? I think firstly you have to give the younger players some sense of security. Okay. Um, you have to make sure that they are they know that after putting all the hard work, they have a good league to play in, they will be able to, you know, put aside an office job and still be able to earn enough money to live life normally. Right. So like financial security yeah. definitely important, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. I mean because if you don't pay the players enough, if however how much they want to play, they they will choose not to play in the end because in the end, those players right. who are 26, 27, who are already married, kids, they can't just go on forever with that, that salary that is right. not high enough. Yeah, you can't feed kids with passion, right? You yeah. can't be like, hey kid, uh, no milk tonight, but here's some passion. <laughs> I've got a soccer ball, you want to eat? <laughs> Man, okay, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 I think, a very key, key difference. Um, also, secondly, like, what do you think makes, I mean, this is an extension of the question, but is that a, a big reason as to why you think people leave Singapore? I think that's one of the main reasons because we are in a generation now where we are so high-tech, we mm-hmm. can get information so easily. Yeah. The younger boys now are so into their handphones. They watch Ronaldo on YouTube, mm-hmm. they watch Neymar on YouTube. They see how much the, these players are paid and then they look at, how much they are offered, and they'll be like, what? Yeah, the football dream is like yeah. super different. I mean, in the end, we all need to have a certain amount of income. Yeah. Because right? that's our number one, you know, we need to survive. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's why I feel that financially, that's the most important part. Okay. If you can get that right, things will start going naturally. I mean, the economics again. The economics again. I think, wow, that's, you know, we've done so many episodes as SG explained, right? Do you know how many times you said the word economics or not, dude? I don't think a lot. <laughs> I, I think enough times. I think we said it enough times when it comes to solving problems. No, okay, well, let's talk about this, right? Because yeah. one of the things that we're doing is we're comparing Singaporean talent and Singaporean performance to a global scale, yeah. right? But 
you know, Justin, we were talking before the show about how even though we compare it at that level, uh, you know, if, for example, hypothetically, you wanted to go and play in the Korean League, right, it is difficult for you to do that because of work permits, because of opportunities, uh, you know, especially if you wanted to go and, and play in the European leagues and stuff like that, right? Um, and because you can't get, you can't play there, then again, you are stuck within the Singapore system where basically, you know, the, the pay, the pays, the salaries are basically capped because, you know, you're not competing at a global level. Uh, your, your performance is compared at the global level, but your pay isn't. Right, and so the economics against play out because what's happening is that all these other players who are getting paid well glo uh, globally then come to Singapore, and they basically have to their starting pay is already so high. If Singaporean teams want to hire them, they probably have to pay comparably, right? Yeah, I think a very good example would be Jermaine Pennant, who was at right. who was mm. at Tampines. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a to me, I think it was a really good move for Singapore football because. Just, just take ICC now. That's happening now. The the entire national stadium was full. Right. Yeah. But why, when the athletic clubs are playing, there's almost nobody. Right. <laughs> Don't even talk about the SPL when the national team plays. Even mm -hmm. it's, it's nowhere near half full. But yeah. when once Man United come, Juventus come, the entire stadium sold out. Mm -hmm. Some people I don't even know watch football suddenly going to the national stadium as well. Yeah. So I mean, this is where a lot of Jermaine Pennant came. It was a good opportunity to market the league. It was good to advertise. But I think it just stopped there. Right. You it know, fell short. La. There's no progression. Uh, the wages was a bit of a problem. So because Pennant is a world-class player and he's coming to Singapore, they earn like thousands, hundreds of thousands per week. Over in Europe, you have to somewhat try and match, yep. match it here. So wow. yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't really work out. Like, it doesn't make sense to That's my taxpayers' money, man. <laughs> wow, well, yeah, it's yeah. Achieving yeah. a national dream. No, I'm, right? and I'm down for national dreams as long as we like can visibly get there. Yeah. You know, no, no, and, and I really appreciate you coming out to talk to us about these kind of things because um, for most of our listeners, I guess they're not privy, you know, to 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 see what's happening on the inside. We talk a lot about the media because that's where we're from. But having you on board allows us to have a glimpse of. Yeah, I mean, we know that we haven't been excited about national football for a while. Yep. But I don't think Singaporeans have given up that hope. No, I mean, and you can't because it's not that we've never been good. In fact, we have been great. We have been great. Yeah. Right? We won 24 Malaysia Cup titles and two Malaysian League titles. That, yeah. That's in our blood, right? In, in our, our national identity. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we can't call ourselves Singaporean and not appreciate the fact that we have this whole history. Yeah. It's our national sport, damn it. Yeah, it is our national sport. We build stadiums. We don't have a basketball stadium. We got these. We have like Jalan Besar. Yeah. <laughs> we got Jurong West. Jurong East. We got I don't know if Jurong East has a stadium. I don't uh, know. Jurong East has a nice swimming club. Right, we have the yeah. national stadium, Jalan yeah. Besar, yeah. Uh, and a couple of other... You got Tampanese. Yeah, dude. Like yeah, all these places. Tampanese yeah. one is super nice. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Uh, have you, you play, I'm sure you play at the Tampanese <laughs> yeah, stadium. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane, dude. It looks yeah. damn good. So, so it's all the pieces are there, uh, but I, I mean, I, I'm not really a guy to summarize, but I'm going to summarize. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but you know, a couple of things that I thought I thought were good things that we we talked about, right? First of all, is making it into an industry, right? Thinking about hmm. what it means to have a, a soccer industry as of entertainment, in terms of merchandising, in terms of 
you know, actually making it something that people want to go and enjoy themselves, a full day event where each person is going to spend a hundred dollars each. Right. And then you're thinking about paying people well, right? Uh, like simple things like incentivizing someone to actually see soccer as a career, career path. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the third thing is basically thinking about how do we encourage people from very young to see soccer as something they want to do, right? Like actually empowering young people to get in early, you know, give them the opportunity to go overseas, you know, expose them to, to, to leagues overseas mm -hmm. and to build a caliber to come back and command, you know, that kind of professionalism in the league. Okay. Um, and the fourth thing, and this is, this is not from Justin, this is from me, is getting the FAS to actually you know, figure out what they're doing. Because I feel like at a, at a certain level, what we want is also a football association that's going to stand behind all of this and actually push soccer. Some accountability yeah. and all that. Yeah. I tell you my solution, okay? This is a real solution. Okay. Japan did it very well. They had this anime called Captain Tsubasa. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to go to <laughs> MediaCorp. I hope you're listening. I'm going to send you a, send you a script for an amazing, amazing soccer animation. Right. It's all about Singaporean footballers. We're going to make it big. We're going to play it all across Singapore. And then hopefully I'll inspire the next generation. Hopefully. You can count on me, man. Yeah. Justin, before we leave, do you have any <laughs> final words for either our listeners or maybe even your fans who uh, seem to be tuning in on this? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would like to thank everybody who has come and listened to this podcast. I think it's good to, you know, gain a little bit more knowledge about Singapore football and how it works. Aww. Yeah, and I would also like to thank you all for inviting me to this podcast. Hey, no, dude, thanks I for had, coming down, man. I had a really good time talking to you all, <laughs> having fun. Yeah, and I think an important message would be to those who are, those young footballers who want to make it big. I think as what we have discussed, it's all down to us, you know, to try and bring back the olden days. And I think it's very important that all of us work really hard to try and get better. Right. Yes. Not just bring back the olden days, to create the new We're going to make the new, the new golden exactly. age. Exactly. Bam, 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 bam. I can't wait to see you there, Justin. Oh, you know what we need? Sorry. This, we need, we need a pew, 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 pew on our, on our soundboard. Ah. Okay. So I can do that. It's All very, right. it's very millennial. We need to get a new intro and we need to get pew, the pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh, and you know what? Best of luck. We're going to, Rove, I think I speak for both of us. Like, best of luck, Justin, your whole football career. Yeah. We will come watch a game one day. I want to actually. It's two dollars, you said. <laughs> <laughs> you cheap for yeah, you. but you need, you need for two dollars. You need a student card. Ah, okay, you uh, old man. Uh, yeah. Five dollars. I can afford. Five dollars. Yeah. Nice. Uh, no, yeah, we will definitely be there, uh, yeah. and, uh, and I look forward to to, to more of such conversations. Um, this has been a great episode, Elliot. I and, loved it. Yeah, this is exactly the kind of stuff we want to keep doing. So if you are listening in on our podcast, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and share, and rate. Actually, rating is slightly more important than all of those. Uh, because people get to hear about our podcast through those systems. That's how the platforms are set up, and we want more people to hear about uh, the great stuff that Singapore is made up of. So, yeah. you know, Tune in more for our next episode. Yeah, if you, have, if you have any suggestions, actually, if you want to hear more, who knows? We could bring Justin back for future episodes if you guys are interested. Exactly. Uh, let us know in the comments or you can, you can hit us up on Instagram yeah. as well. Instagram, Facebook, we're there. Yeah, we're there. Let uh, us know. Let and us know. we're looking forward to more great times with all of you. Okay, I have an outro song for us. So oh, okay. I'm going to play it in three, two, one. 
more like a outro sound effect. I'll take that. <laughs> Goodbye.